Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. Welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm so happy that you're here and maybe you have been a listener for a few years now or you literally typed on Spotify or YouTube how to overcome PCOS symptoms or what to eat if you have PCOS and you are definitely in the right place if you would like to learn how to really support your body through nutrients, through food as medicine with PCOS. And let me tell you, PCOS is not from, you know, you not releasing weight as maybe you've been told, which is so frustrating. Um, So it's not from excess weight. PCOS is not from a lack of metformin or birth control. We are looking at the hormonal and nutritional profile of why a woman starts to have PCOS. And in my other podcast episodes in my work, I talk a lot about the mind-body connection And especially with PCOS, there is a convenience of not having a period. There is, you know, usually um, in a male-dominated industry or really having some kind of belief around being a woman versus being a man. But I'm not going to get into that conversation today. We're going to talk all about the specific foods and what's going on hormonally in the body, okay? So... When we look at PCOS, we look at testosterone, high testosterone. Usually there is also an excess of estrogen, but the toxic form of estrogen that gets recycled when we do not eliminate bowels properly, and this is also seen in cysts, endometriosis, um, fibroids, etc. as well in different flavors. We also see high inflammation and low fiber, and usually high cortisol, so our stress hormone as well. So through lifestyle and food and supplements, we're going to talk about what what I would eat in a day if I had PCOS and I wanted to really bring my body back to balance, get my period back, have a healthy period, and really think about fertility as well. Even if your goal is not to have a baby or you've already had babies, I still want you to know that this is fully relevant for you because fertility is looking at overall health, okay? So we're going to look at blood sugar balance and what that even means, why it's important for testosterone and estrogen and all of that. We're going to look at some breakfast ideas, some lunch ideas, and what to do if you're not hungry for breakfast, okay? So I I know even for me when I was... um, you know, struggling with binge eating, what a lot of women I work with that have PCOS or struggle with weight are not hungry in the morning and actually are really not eating much during the day at all. And then we also look at specifically with PCOS, what are the nutrient deficiencies that are surprisingly depleted when it comes to one with PCOS? And I'm going to also look at some optional supplements that you might want to consider as well as really recapping what a day would look like. Um, And honestly, this is kind of what I eat already because all of this is very, very hormone balancing, but then we'll look at specifically for PCOS, okay? So let's get right into it. And the first key here is going to be all about blood sugar balance. So blood sugar balance is essentially going to be dictating our body weight, and especially if it hangs out in the belly, 
It's going to be dictating our mood. It's going to be dictating our energy. And most of us, you know, have heard somewhere recently that skipping breakfast is good for weight loss. So what do we do? We skip breakfast and then all of a sudden we are, you know, not maybe that hungry, don't have a lot of time for lunch. But as soon as you get home, that is when all, I want to just my own podcast, I'm going to swear, or if this is a swear, all hell breaks loose, okay? And then you end up eating for the next five or six hours until you go to bed. And maybe it's thousands of calories that are consumed uh, at night. And I know because I've been there, right? Or you are not hungry in the morning, so you're skipping breakfast, or you don't have time, you're not sure what to eat, or it's just not a habit. And the key to really, again, a balanced mood, balanced weight, and hormone balance and energy is in blood sugar balance. And when we have either we're skipping meals or we're just having, say, toast or a bagel, we have a quick release of energy and then it comes crashing back down. Then we crave food again, usually something caffeinated and something sweet. And then we are all day on this blood sugar roller coasting coaster, crashing with energy and also uh, really not able to focus. Okay, and then we're craving it's usually sweets, usually um, like pastry kinds of sweets as well, typically, but sometimes chocolate, sometimes candy, really anything that can give us that quick release of energy. So the, my number one suggestion is to have a high protein and savory breakfast and have high protein meals as often as possible. Okay. And so the biggest things that, again, that imbalance blood sugar is skipping meals, having low fiber foods, or let's say you have something with um, a lot of sugar in it, such as a pop or candy. Again, just just want to say, I still eat candy, by the way, <laughs> um, but uh, I, eat it, I do it much differently. And that's a whole other conversation there. But high protein breakfast. What that could look like is, say, scrambled eggs. And again, if you don't like eggs runny, then don't eat them runny, right? Um, if What about even avocado toast with hemp seeds? Even if you added peanut butter on it or almond butter, that is going to be even better than nothing. It's going to be better than just toast. You might have a protein smoothie, you know, uh, a chia seed pudding. You might just have hard-boiled eggs. And again, when we're looking for lunches, it could be something like a chicken Caesar wrap, salmon salad, lentil soup. So the chicken, the salmon, lentils are our protein. Okay, eggs, again, protein, and that is going to significantly help keep you fuller longer as well, okay? And this is absolutely key for testosterone because when we're on the blood sugar roller coaster and we're consuming excess sugar, even if you're literally not just sitting there eating candy all day or pop for all day, which again, that is okay. I have had clients from all walks of life. I... I'm not here to be the food police at all because I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be shamed about my body. I know what it's like to be shamed about my food choices. This is not that. This is kind of like your big sister or, you know, your bestie being like, hey, girl, you know, if you do have pop, I want you to do it right. I want you to make sure you're having a full meal and especially with protein. Okay. And so this testosterone, usually that's going to also cause cystic acne and depending on genetics, hair growth or hair thinning on the top of your head, we're going to need to balance your blood sugar. And a lot of those sweet cravings are not from a lack of willpower, but imbalanced blood sugar. 
Okay, so that's going to be number one is a high protein breakfast, high protein meals all throughout the day. And then I want you to also think about having a high protein snack between lunch and dinner, right? Especially when you get home, maybe from work and you crash. And usually that's when the eating happens for the next whole part of the evening. This is when I suggest having maybe even ready for you already, or you do it um, quickly when you get home, hard boiled eggs, tuna, smoked salmon on gluten-free toast, chia seed pudding, something like this, okay? Ideally done ahead of time, maybe you make some egg cups. I have some recipes and food um, that I'll share later on as well, okay? That's going to help create space in your stomach, in your mind, because if you haven't eaten all day, your body is going to absolutely be ravenous and want to have any way of keeping itself surviving, okay? Um, so that's really key. Next, third tip is to swap pop. Okay, if you're not ready to, to release pop, have the regular one instead of diet because that uh, artificial sweeteners can impact gut microbiome, which is responsible for serotonin, okay, our feel-good neurotransmitter. It's responsible for producing GABA, which is an anti-anxiety neurotransmitter. 70% of our gut is in, uh, sorry, 70% of our immunity is in the gut. And so um, I would rather, honestly, rather you have regular pop, okay? And um, if you decide to start to maybe have, you know, some swaps once in a while, I would suggest a sparkling water, there's bubbly, or you can, you know, add in um, some berries and lemon in there, or even have herbal teas like green tea, black tea, um, oh my gosh, rose tea, nettle tea, we could get into all those beautiful uh, medicinal herbs as well. And now coming back to, well, and you know, we're going to talk about tea, but what if you're not hungry in the morning? Well, that's normal and I can totally relate. And I used to kind of wear that as a badge of honor. Um, but I'd like for you to actually really work on this because it's a sign of weak digestion. And digestive health is really at the root of pretty much any condition that we see, okay? And so I want you to sip on fresh ginger tea. You just grab the ginger root, you peel it, and maybe just the size of like half your thumb, and you slice up some fresh ginger. That's going to really help with any bit of bloating, but also really with um, starting to build your digestive fire. And the second tip, if you're not hungry, is to eat a little bit more at lunch to offset the evening hunger, because if you're eating more towards the end of the night, then you're definitely not going to be hungry in the morning. And hunger in the morning is a sign of strong metabolism, strong digestive health. Okay. Okay. So first tip is blood sugar balance. Second tip is to look at the nutritional deficiencies that women with PCOS typically have. And usually it's potassium, magnesium, which is a big one, B12, which is why you're feeling so darn tired, B9, and vitamin D. And especially if you're on birth control, then iron is also depleted. Vitamin B6 needed for hormone health is depleted. B12 is depleted. So we really need to, need to get serious about filling up these nutritional deficiencies, okay? So what I would recommend if you have PCOS is to supplement with magnesium. This would be the number one supplementation I would recommend, and really for anyone in North America, okay, um, because it's depleted in our soil. Coffee and sugar also deplete it, and if you get 
chocolate cravings, eye twitching, restless legs, anxiety, trouble sleeping, especially magnesium is key. Women with PCOS also typically tend to be deficient in producing melatonin. Um, and so that goes hand in hand with the vitamin D, but also magnesium. Um, and that's to get vitamin D supplements, D3 with K2 ideally for bone health, um, but also to get at least 10 minutes of sunshine per day. Okay. And if you are on certain medications for acne, of course, this is going to make you more um, sensitive to the sun. And so, you know, even if you put your arm out for a little bit and really, again, getting to the root of why you might be having the acne will also be key. But that is, again, a whole other conversation. Let me know if you do want to hear about it, though. Now, the next thing here to really help with B12, I would recommend a good grass-fed beef. I personally get 10% organ meat in mine. I also eat organ meat, um, kidney, liver, heart. Um, I know I don't like the taste of liver, but we just chop it up really, really small and have it in a you know, steak and kidney pie or a steak and liver pie, for example. But this grass-fed beef with organ meat, you can't even taste it. I And, well, if I do get regular beef, it just doesn't taste as, like, delicious anymore for me, which is kind of funny. Um, and then you can also consider a B12 shot at the natural path. That will be key as well. Okay, for B9, I want you to focus on dark leafy green vegetables. This could be spinach, lettuce, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, etc. And this will be need to be eaten therapeutically. So at least once a day um, and really continuing this until you start to notice a difference in bowel movements, in how you're feeling and that's really going to be helpful if you work with you know, a practitioner to really be able to assess that. And the last thing to fill in that nutritional gap with potassium is through beans, lentils, dark leafy greens, avocado. And if beans and lentils make you gassy, I want you to buy them dried, soak them in water ahead of time, um, depending on how large the bean is, might be overnight. If it's something smaller like lentils, just a few hours will do. And it reduces the cook time, but also you will not have any gas, okay? Uh, that will also be a positive side effect there. Um, so again, we have the nutritional deficiencies of potassium, magnesium, B12, B9, and vitamin D, okay? And how to get that through food. Now, the last part of this is the supplements that I would recommend. That would be, again, number one, magnesium. Number two would be vitamin D. And number three would be myonositol. But again, supplement is just as the word says, it's supplement, supplementary, right? So food first is the approach. And I know it's so, you know, in our the world that we live in today, we just want to like have a supplement to cure our bloating and gas or PCOS or whatever it is. But it's really going to be that blood sugar balance and filling in those nutritional gaps that ultimately make the biggest difference. Okay. And then again, that's especially sleep is such a big part of, um, you know, how we feel. And again, with women with PCOS, there's less melatonin produced. So I would really prioritize sunlight. Okay. That'll be really big. So what a day in a life could look like, what I would eat in a day if I had PCOS. And again, this is pretty darn accurate to what I normally eat. Uh, it would look something like this. Okay. And I want you to make adjustments as you would need. And if you're like, whoa, this is a lot of information. Literally, I would get magnesium first. 
and I would start to have um, try to have breakfast. And if you are not really liking breakfast, I'd have ginger tea and then have your lunch. The first thing you eat be high protein. Okay, let's go. So first thing would be to have two scrambled eggs or three scrambled eggs with kale and some kind of cruciferous vegetable for estrogen, okay, and clearing the liver with kimchi, so a fermented food, it could be sauerkraut with a slice of avocado. And if you are needing those extra carbs that day, I'd have some gluten-free toast because gluten-free and PCOS go much better together because there is already inflammation in the body and women with PCOS have been found to be gluten sensitive. Then for uh, lunch, you might consider a giant delicious bowl of lentil soup. And for something sweet after, dark chocolate and oranges. This could again be a chicken Caesar wrap. It could be salmon salad. And then in between, I would have something like cottage cheese with raspberries or um, again, dark chocolate with oranges. You might have can of tuna you might have hard-boiled eggs um, something like that okay again with protein then for dinner you might have salmon or cod or chicken or turkey with roasted broccoli and turnip um, or even sweet potato again we're really looking at having high quality complex carbohydrates and limiting foods like rice and breads and foods like that because they do spike blood sugar and right now with PCOS we want to reduce that but right now again if let's say you're not ready to give that up and you just focus on adding I'm not giving up by the way this is not this is not permanent it's just until symptoms subside until we start to get some balance um and again, things like quinoa or rice, uh, rye, amaranth, they're beautiful, beautiful. Um, we're looking at PCOS specifically. Okay, so salmon with roasted broccoli and turnip. And I want you to like load up on these vegetables because it's really hard to overdo and you can have unlimited amounts of this, okay? And then again, for dinner or for, I mean, desserts, you might have chocolate-covered pistachios. You might have an avocado mousse. Um, I sometimes make a delicious chocolate banana smoothie. Um, you know, foods like this that still have real food in them, but are still delicious because, oh God, are you, I even almost named my practice dessert first nutrition. But actually for blood sugar balance, it's better to have dessert after, <laughs> after your food, okay? Um, but if you ever hang out with me and there is a buffet, you'll see that I will pick out my dessert first still and I'll have it after, or I might have a bite of it. So uh, just all that to say is that, you know, I love food, I love dessert especially, and so there is no need to cut out these beautiful favorite foods of ours because health is really from the inside out. So recapping again, blood sugar balance, protein for breakfast, savory protein for your lunches, your dinners, your trust me, you're not having too much protein. If you can do the whole animal, if you are omnivorous, bone broth, organ meats, um, you know, then we have the muscle meats, all of that, that will be even better. And if you have any questions, please reach out. If you would like access to a four week meal guide with dessert, comfort foods like tacos and pizza and burgers, as well as healthy snack ideas for PCOS, then you will love the meal guide I've designed for you. 
We'll also have some helpful videos to really walk you through the process and make sure that you are set up for success. It's easy, it's delicious, it's beginner friendly, and it's for you if you're looking to move beyond PCOS symptoms to have more energy and really reclaim your body, your fertility, and confidence. And if you know on the other hand, that this is not just about the food and meals, and you would like to dive deeper to receive holistic support, then click the link in in the description um, to really learn about how we can work together one-on-one. It'll start with a call, just you and I, to go over your goals. And there's no no commitment involved from there. Sorry, there is a motorcycle something outside. Anyways, my loves, thank you so much for listening to this. Please, please do share if it's helped you and if you can help a friend, please be sure to give a positive review if you felt that you had a great experience and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review if you feel like you learned something new today. All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode.